Dance Masters, the podcast. I'm only listening if you get people chatting music with DJs behind the music. Chatting music with DJs behind the music. I'm James Blonde and welcome to the Dance Masters podcast where we dig a little deeper with the superstars of UK dance. We ask all our guests a series of questions and hope for a series of different answers to find out what's going on behind the scenes and what makes them tick. So if there's anything you want to ask on future shows, just get in touch and let us know. Tonight's guest on Dance Masters has been honing his DJ skills since the late 90s. As a producer and remixer, he scored a UK number one with his remix of Sweet But Psycho by Ava Max and has achieved further success with his classic remixes of dance anthems by Living Joy, Baby D, K-Class Sonic and a whole host more. With writing and production credits, collaborations with the likes of Boy George, Kimberly White and Mucha Buena, he's also still rising through the ranks as one of the new breed of DJs. To tell us more, we welcome Paul Morrell to Dance Masters. Hey, how's it going, James? You all right? I'm very good. I'm very good, my friend. Uh, first up, let's talk about the runaway success of Sweet But Psycho. How did that come about? Um, it was one of those things, really. It was a remix that I was approached to do by my manager. Basically, I just did it and didn't think any more of it. It was one of those real kind of last minute things. And it was about a year later on. One of my friends said, I've just heard that track you did on the radio. And then suddenly it was in the running for Christmas number one and it was getting played all over the place. And it just blew up massively uh, within the space of about three weeks over the Christmas period. Um, it didn't achieve Christmas number one because there was a charity record that kind of picked it to the post. And then it was the first number one of 2000 and. 20 I think for three weeks so yeah it was a huge success and totally unexpected it was just really strange how it happened and you have done some remixes of some absolute bangers is the one that you're most proud of uh, yeah, the one that I absolutely love is uh, Living Joy's Don't Stop Moving. Um, I did Dreamer as a bootleg initially. I got the vocal from Pete Waterman's uh, people and they gave me the parts. And then I just put it on SoundCloud as a free download. And the Italians who were part of Living Joy got in touch and they wanted to sign it. So we signed Dreamer and then they asked me to do Don't Stop Moving as well, which is obviously a bit of a Euro dance track, but I created this big kind of big room EDM sounding remix, which just did really, really well all over the place. It was on a lot of radio playlists and really blew up from there. So yeah, that was the one that I still love the most. And from bangers to clangers is the one that you wish you hadn't got involved with. <laughs> um, there's nothing that I absolutely cringe at. I mean, I look back, I, I mean, I did a remix for Lisa Lashes, which was like 140 BPM. And I did remixes for Ariel and a lot of the tidy people, you know, from back then. And I don't really associate with that sound at all now. So I don't, I'm not particularly proud of those, although that's part of my heritage and if I hadn't done those I wouldn't have done the stuff that I've done now so it's all a kind of big curve. And have you had a kind of fanboy pinch yourself moment yet? Yeah I mean I've done a lot of things that are really insane that I never thought I would do. I've done the box at Ministry of Sound quite a few times now which was kind of my childhood dream. Uh, I played in Finland with Martin Garrix and Armin Van Buren and Tiesto that was crazy and I've done a lot of big gigs that I never thought I would. Who would you say is your all-time favourite DJ? 
it's two. It's either Jeremy Healy or Boy George. They're the two that got me into DJing. I know Boy George is kind of like more of an icon now than a DJ and doesn't DJ that much. But at the time when I was first getting into DJing, he was doing like the Ministry of Sound annuals and things like that. And he was a real big name in UK house music. So he's been massively influential to me. Uh, and Jeremy Healy as well. They were both kind of at the same time. So, yeah, they're my two. And with the world opening up again now, what's happening with you? Um, so I've just signed a new track to EDX's Syrup uh, music label, which I've done with Aya Mara, who was the vocalist on Calvin Harris's Thinking About You track. Um, so that's been signed and that's ready to go. I've just done a big remix for another Atlantic artist as well um that's waiting to be signed so we see if that one goes and then just festivals and I've got um, a couple of big things in Coventry because that's city of culture this year and also my hometown I'm doing a few big things with them uh I'm doing um XXL events all over the country I'm doing the butter market in Shrewsbury which is another big one um so yeah lots of sort of new events for me but a lot of the things that I was doing before lockdown as well and do you have an all-time favourite tune? Yeah, although it's not dance music, actually. It kind of verges between soul and dance. So it's the Frankie Knuckles mix of Rufus and Shaka Khan, Ain't Nobody. I just think it's an amazing piece of music and it's such a brilliant record. It's a real crowd pleaser as well. Nice choice. And do you remember what the first record you bought was and where did you get it? Yes, I do. I think my first 12-inch vinyl was Out of Space by The Prodigy. And I think I bought that from Woolworths in Leamington Spa. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure it was. Um, I did have like seven inch, a few seven inch vinyls as well before that. But I'm pretty sure that was the first 12 inch vinyl I bought in about 93. Woolworth seems to get quite a bit of love on this show. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a shame it's not there anymore. So. <laughs> and do you have a secret guilty pleasure track? don't really have guilty pleasures because I just really love all music. So um, I really, really loved um, Pete Waterman. You know, the stuff he was producing was the very early stages of dance music, things like um, Bananarama and Dead or Alive and all that stuff, sort of real early high energy stuff. Yeah, it is a bit naff now, but that was kind of where this whole scene came from. The high energy stuck aching and Waterman stuff was really influential for a lot of DJs. Even people like Tony DeVee used to play that sort of stuff. So I'm not embarrassed by that, and I'm, I don't think it's a guilty pleasure. It's just stuff that I love, and Pet Shop Boys and Depeche Mode and a lot of the electronic 80s stuff I really love. Um, do you have one piece of treasured vinyl that you will take with you to your grave? I have kept uh, U2 Lemon, the Paul Oakenfold remix, and it's on lemon, uh, yellow vinyl. Yeah. Lemon vinyl, I've got that, and I probably would never sell that because that was quite a big deal at the time as well. Paul, as always, it's an absolute pleasure. I love catching up with you uh, time and time again. And we just never get long enough to chat. So I know, yeah. It, it, it's always good to just uh, scratch the surface a little bit. Uh, Paul, once again, thanks very much, my friend. No worries. So if you've liked what you've heard and you fancy adding some tunes into the mix, check out the full two-hour show with an exclusive mix from tonight's guest at unionjackdance.co.uk. Thanks for listening. 
Join us back here next Friday on Dance Masters and don't forget to hit the link to subscribe. Dance Masters, the podcast. I'm only listening if you get people chatting music with DJs behind the music. Chatting music with DJs behind the music.